You are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. I'm Phil. And I'm Ben. And on this week's episode, we talk about resolutions. So we're going to talk about, are you a person who makes New Year's resolutions? And like uh, most people, do you not keep them? Do you keep them? What type of person are you? So Ben, have you ever, have you ever made a New Year's resolution? Phil, I think that it's important to let our audience know that we have a guest here <laughs> in the studio today. That there is a bat flying around. There is a bat. So if you hear a scream and a shuffle, it is Ben. It is me. <laughs> so bear with us. This is also our first episode of the new year. It is. 2021. <laughs> I almost that's, said 2001. <laughs> uh, that's a little ways away. We backtracked. Uh, well, to answer your question, Phil, yes. Me, as well as everyone else, has made a New Year's <laughs> Me have. Uh, you know, get healthier, lose weight. I think you said before the podcast that, uh, before we started recording the podcast, is that like losing weight is like the number one mm-hmm. thing, or exercising, getting in shape. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do it. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. But do I think I'm in shape right now? Not really. <laughs> so I don't think it's really worked. Have but, you ever like kept a New Year's resolution for the whole year? Though? No. Yeah, me neither. So I have also. Has anyone? I don't know. <laughs> if you have, comment and mm-hmm. tell us that you have kept one for the whole year. Because I personally have never met anyone to keep their resolution for the whole year. No. I've I've known people to keep it for a long time, but maybe just kind of fall off towards winter or towards. Yeah. You know the the middle of fall. Yeah, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Like, obviously, it'd be awesome if you kept it. Yeah. But you know, I I would say that some is better than none. Oh yeah. Um, and and we'll talk a little bit about some of that in this podcast as well. This the idea that that the idea of you're setting a goal to start out with. Mm-hmm. Not that necessarily the duration doesn't have to be necessarily the whole year. Yeah. It could be for six months or a month. Or, and we'll talk about maybe different strategies you could go about doing your, your New Year's resolution. But I think I've probably made ones on the Christian line of things. Read your Bible, you know, every single day. Oh, yeah. Or, and those types of things, too. And I can say that I don't think I've potentially kept those mm-hmm. either. Um, you know, you kind of start out start out well, and then about summer and um, fall, um, you kind of can tend to find yourself to fall off the wagon a little yeah. bit. Phil, do you think it is more of, like, where you're at in your life or, like, what, what season? Like, if you're really busy or if it's, like, really nice out or uh, you're really lazy? Or do you think it's more where you're at in the Bible? Like, if you're hitting, like, Deuteronomy or, like, some genealogy and you're like, I'm not reading this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's probably both. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think you can read the Bible in a year in a lot of different ways. Yeah. People want to go from Genesis to Revelation. I get it. You know, you go from the beginning to the end. But, but some strategies with that, not necessarily good to go from Genesis to Revelation because when you hit the Deuteronomy and the Leviticus mm-hmm. and Numbers, you can you can kind of find yourself to to get in this kind of grind and then it feels you get burnt out pretty yeah. easy. But it also can come through through seasons um, as well, which we've talked about in this podcast uh, before. If you're in a not-so-good season, 
um, keeping a resolution, no matter what it is, can be pretty difficult um, because you might feel kind of just bogged down and you don't want to do it anymore um, because of other things going on in your life. So we're going to look here at maybe some positives and negatives because there are both. Really, no matter what your resolution is, mm -hmm. um, there's going to be positives and negatives to making one in general, to, to setting a goal to, to say, I'm going to do this for however long. Um, there's definitely some positives and negatives. And, and some of the positives that I saw was, first of all, you realize your weakness. Yeah. You realize where you're falling short and you want to get it right. Mm -hmm. And that's a good place to be. That's a good place to be like, okay, I know I'm struggling here, whether that's whether you're making something for yourself or, or it's something in, you know, you, you're not reading, you're not praying every day, those types of things. You, you, you realize your weakness, and really that's kind of the first step yeah. to realize, okay, I, I, I need to pick it up here. Um, so there's some of that definitely, and I think when you, depending on how you make it, depending on how you make your resolution, if you don't, if you don't bite too much off, and we'll talk about that mm. as well, um, and you get this sense of success, you get this sense of, I accomplished something. So if you say, for one week, the very beginning in January, I'm going to run on my treadmill for 15 minutes, like that that's what I'm going to do to start out with, and you do it, you feel accomplished. You mm -hmm. feel like you've done something good, or, or maybe you're going to pray three times a day outside of... Uh, your your dinners and your lunches and your no. breakfasts. You're going to pray three more times a day. And you do it, you feel closer to God. You feel like you've accomplished something. You feel good after. It does make you feel good when you set a goal and you accomplish it and you, and you get it right. Um, and it definitely can kind of make you more organized as a person. Mm -hmm. um, it can kind of put you on the right track for sure. But Ben, what are some of the positives that you see when making a resolution? Well, just to start off, what you said about setting a goal, I would say that a New Year's resolution is inherently goal setting. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing, setting goals for yourself as long as it's a good goal. Mm -hmm. You know, if your New Year's resolution is... I'm going to eat snacks yeah. every single day. <laughs> I'm going to nap more. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to shoplift every day. <laughs> like, that's not good. Like, yeah, that's not that's, a good goal. You want to not make that one. Mm -hmm. But setting a New Year's resolution is, is goal setting. And goal setting is challenging yourself. And it's always a good thing to challenge yourself. As long as you do it in in the right context with the right motives. Mm -hmm. And we'll touch on that some more here in a minute. But I think New Year's resolutions are a good opportunity to try new things. Uh, whether that be food, whether that be getting organized, you know, I'm gonna clean I'm gonna keep my house clean. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wake up a half hour earlier so that I'm not rushing out the door every single day. Mm -hmm. Like it is it is challenging yourself to try new things to ultimately improve yourself as a person. And, and that's great. But again, you want to make sure you have the right motives behind that. Because mm -hmm. if you're just doing things purely out of self-interest, then whether or not you accomplish those things, have you done anything in, in the grand scheme of things? Yes. Uh, and the other positive I would say is that it's a good opportunity to let go of bad things, yeah. to get rid of some bad habits. Like mm -hmm. if you... You know, smoke. A lot of people try mm -hmm. to give up smoking yeah, for New Year's resolutions, or or drinking. You don't want to drink as much, or what have you. It's a good opportunity to get rid of 
bad habits to try to uh, let go of them. And, mm. and, you know, you might not get it on the first try. How many people quit smoking the first try? Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. The fact that you are challenging yourself and, and starting down the right path is, is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You're looking for progress. Yeah. And some of these, and we'll talk about this, um, you know, when we talk about how to keep resolutions, mm-hmm. but just being able to make it, being able to say that I've done something good, even if it doesn't look quite maybe you, what you thought it was going to look like. Sometimes resolutions, what I realize is they do change a little bit throughout the year not that oh it's too hard it's that you realize um, my weakness is actually here more than it actually what I thought it was in the beginning of the year and that's okay it's okay that your resolution in the beginning just changes slightly yeah um, to whatever that might be like look look at exercising if you say I want to run every day or run three times a week and then come March or April, you're like, oh, I don't really like running, but I've been going to the gym every day and now I'm finding out that I really like cycling or I really yeah. like kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, you failed your resolution because you're not going to run anymore, but you still have discovered something that is going to keep you mobile and yeah. is in the same lane. Yeah. And, and, and I think that uh, definitely helps with the idea of being able to keep it. Because this is where most people kind of determine whether or not they're going to set a resolution or not. Normally on whether they were able to keep one beforehand. Yeah. If they failed their resolution time after time after time, it's going to be difficult for you or for them or whoever to be able to keep making a resolution, keep finding your weakness and trying to be better Christians, better people, whatever it might be. Yeah, and, and I think that goes well into a negative. And Phil, w- would you talk about like the idea of the of the Christian negative behind resolutions? Um, so there's a big thing, and actually, a lot of a lot of Christians, a lot of believers. For one, it's, it's kind of fifty fifty. I'd say is either it's not biblical to set a resolution or it is biblical to set a resolution because the idea of you're setting a goal and most of the time those goals don't have God really in them at all. And for the Christian, your goal, the negative aspect of resolutions, I'll just go about it like this, is it's normally all about self. Yeah, it's selfish. Um, And... And I want to be clear before I before I go in into this lane that making yourself healthier is not necessarily selfish. Wanting to lose weight is not necessarily selfish. It's all about why you want to do these things. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times we leave God out of our resolutions. We don't we don't normally think about things like how are we going to better the kingdom this year? How are we going to allow God to work in our lives this year? Most of those times are not. Most of the time, those are not resolutions. Um, those don't normally even have anything to do with our resolution, and that can be a scary place because, in a lot of times, we make our resolutions much, much bigger than ourselves, and that's not. Ne- that's a good thing a lot of times, mm-hmm. but that means that we have to be able to rely on something much, much greater than us, yeah. which is God. And um, I would say that. If, if I looked at the list of, which I don't remember all of them, 
um, all the different resolutions that people make, I would say 80% of those are selfish. 80% mm-hmm. don't really have a lot to do with, with God. Um, and I would say this, because I would be careful in this, because I found myself in the same spot. Just because you want to read the Bible in a year doesn't necessarily mean you're doesn't necessarily mean you're allowing God to be in that. No. Um, and I think that's important to understand because I can, if I really willed myself into it, I could read the Bible in a year. But it, did I actually profit from it? Did I? My my weakness was not reading the Bible, but not reading the Bible. Um, really has nothing to do with anything if you're not allowing it to be applied. And you can't really allow it to be applied in your life if you're not allowing God to be in it. Because only He can do that. And I think when we allow God to also kind of show us our weakness, kind of show us where we need to make a resolution, um, then we can kind of get on the right track. If it's losing weight, allow God to tell you that's what you need to do. If it's, you know, trying to to eat better if it's waking up at a certain time whatever it might be anything you can allow god to be in it but there is a complete difference between letting god in it and not letting god in it you could have the same goal but one is much much more meaningful than the other Hmm. when you allow god to be in whatever it is your whole life Um, and i think this kind of goes along with the negative we we make our resolution in the beginning. We mess up. We don't try again. Yep, that's it. So I'm done. And and obviously that negative there doesn't for one that doesn't make you feel good. You feel like a failure. You're depressed now. You you really feel like you you don't got a whole lot of self worth anymore. Your identity's kind of all over the place. All the things that can kind of get tagged along with failure a lot of times yeah. um, happens to you when you decide to make a goal and you don't make it Mm -hmm. um and i would we'll talk about it a little later but i would just encourage you just here for a moment is it's okay that you messed up but don't let it stop there yeah so maybe what are some other negatives that that you see ben well you know it's it's like what you were saying at the end of the day if you aren't doing it by god's strength and god's strength it's not going to get done Mm -hmm. and to to a point it shouldn't get done. Mm-hmm. Like if you are not doing something uh, through the lens of the Father, uh, at of the will of the Father, then it's probably not worth doing, and, or at least you're not doing it correctly. And anything worth doing is worth doing correctly, especially if God's having you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's like what you were saying, Phil. All those things that have that go along with failure. You know, you set your goal too high. You're not doing it. Uh, in God's strength, you're trying to do it in your own strength, and you're never going to get anything done in your own strength. And you fall on your face, mm-hmm. and you feel bad about it, and you're embarrassed, or you feel like a failure, and you don't want to get back up. And that's a vicious cycle because you could have been in a really great place. You could have been, it could have been, you know, the first week of January, but you had a really great first week, and as soon as you hit that first mess up, you're done. Uh, and that's happens to every single one of us, mm-hmm. but it sucks. Mm-hmm. And like what you said, just being willing to pick yourself back up and keep moving is the good part of that. But oftentimes the negative side of resolutions is that people aren't willing to pick themselves back up. You know, they gave it a go and that's the only go they're going to give it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, you know, it's just so much easier for a person to just give up. Because mm-hmm. it does take... It does take strength, and this is the whole idea of what we're talking about here, is you can't rely on your own, because it's not going to be enough. You could have a, a lot of strength, but it's just not going to be enough, no. um, especially if your goal is much, much bigger than you, if it is bigger. So we're kind of touching on it just a little bit, but um, you know, many people can ask, you know, how do you keep it? Do you, do you make a journal? Do you do these things? And those things are good. Don't get me wrong. It's good to be as organized as you can get it. And we talked about it a little bit before this podcast, the idea of kind of setting little goals within Mm -hmm. your resolution. Say you're going, ease into it. Yeah. You know, don't, don't try to bite too much off and then realize, okay, this wasn't even possible. You know, I couldn't, you know, I have, I got all my jobs I got to do still, you know, in one day. It's not like, you can only focus on your resolution and that's it. There's many, many other things that we have to focus on. Um, but, you know, when you do make it something much, much bigger than you, when you say, okay, God, I'm going to make a resolution that I know I can't accomplish without you. And you now rely on God for your strength. When you rely, when you have sole dependence on God, that's when you truly see God move within whatever whatever goal whatever resolution that you make and there's more joy in that than just accomplishing something when you see how God helps you through whatever it is if it's if it's something like quitting smoking and you say God I I can't do this without you I can't quit without you because the the will this cigarette has over me is is greater than the will I have to quit so I need your your strength to to help me get through it, and then when you do allow God to to help you through it, and you get through it, then the glory goes to God. Yeah. His kingdom is glorified. You're not glorified for it. Um, you know he he's glorified for it, and there's nothing greater than to be able to glorify God in, in the things that we do here on earth, because um, that's how we that's how people see. God's authority. That's how people see God's power. That's how people see God's love and grace and mercy and, and all the things. God's character. So I think, you know, we've said it a couple times already. You've got to allow God to make the resolution. Yeah. And that resolution can look in many different ways. Don't think, because I know it's going to, it's going to, people are going to think it. <laughs> You're going to thunk it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't necessarily just have to be about reading your Bible. It doesn't necessarily just have to be about praying. Those are good things. Those are things we should be doing every day. But we find ourselves to, to be like, okay, this is my weakness because I don't read my Bible every day. I don't pray every day. These are the things I have to work on. And if that is what God wants you to work on, then that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But God could also be calling you to share the gospel once a week, once a month once a year whatever it might be that could be your resolution because maybe you've never shared the gospel before maybe um you've never said hello to certain people at church and god says this is your resolution for the year i want you to make sure that you greet somebody at church every single week that you're there they they, resolutions can look in many different ways and i i think a lot of times we don't tap into that Mm -hmm. we kind of get this the list of all the the main resolutions that are out there and we kind of pick off of it 
well, it's like, okay, well, I struggle with this one, so I'll pick this one for this year. And not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing, because it's not necessarily, because if that's what you're struggling with, you can work on that. Yeah. But that might not be where God wants you to be, because yeah. God sees much, much greater than we do. It's much, much bigger plan for your New Year's resolution than just yourself. Yeah, I, w- I would say, Phil, that oftentimes we want to pick those big life-changing resolutions when really, you know, we should let God speak into our lives and, and maybe pick something that isn't so big, isn't so crazy looking, and then let God change our lives through that little thing, mm-hmm. you know? That, that was a great one, you know. Maybe you want to invite every member of your church over to your house by the end of the year, you know, for a, for a meal, for a Bible study, just to hang out. Mm-hmm. Like those little things, letting God work through it, those are the life-changing ones. So, you know, some of the some of the things that that I would that I would suggest kind of doing before you ever even think about making your resolution. Don't think you got to make it on the 1st cuz you got all mo- the month of January if you're going to do it at the beginning <laughs> of the year. <laughs> that's, that's how you, you wait until everyone's weeded out yeah. to start your <laughs> You need to pray about it. Yeah. If you're not praying about it, you're not going to know. If you're not talking to God, you're not going to know what you need to be doing this year. You're not going to know where you need to grow as a believer this year. Um, You have to pray. And sometimes we can make our prayers short and sweet. I would say that you could, but this is much more important than I think than a a short, sweet prayer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is something to really dig deep into because yeah. I think it, I think this is actually is really important. Um, like I said, it's a 50-50 thing for a lot of people whether or not New Year's resolution should be even a thing. You don't have to call it that if you don't want to. You can call it whatever you want. You can say, I'm trying to get... I'm trying to be a better believer. I'm trying to be a better Christian this year. I'm trying to, to you know, better the kingdom this year. You can say it a lot of different ways because it is much greater than the, the title of a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. It's how am I going to make an effect for the kingdom of God? Um, and if that is losing 10 pounds so that you feel healthier, so that you can go out and, and glorify God with however you do it, then that's what you do. But mm-hmm. you better make sure that you are asking God if that is what you're supposed to do because His words mean much more than somebody else's. Yeah, and it'll, it's going to put you in the right headspace too. Like you are communicating with God, and it is also putting you in the, in the headspace of what does God want from me. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're like, okay, this is what God wants me, you have a better sense of feeling like you're going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not going to be hard because it, all those things that we've already talked about are not easy things to do. They are hard things to do. Even even when you're allowing God to work in your life, don't think it's just going to be easy You know, because you're going to find yourself in a bad spot. Yeah. Um, you've got to work at it, but you got to allow God to, to help you. Um, because, like I said, um, a New Year's resolution should be bigger than yourself. Yeah. It ultimately should be much, much bigger than yourself so that God gets the glory mm-hmm. from it. Um, and like smoking or whatever it is, those are big things. Those are things that um, most people can't do on their own, even whenever, no matter the time, no matter the place. A lot of people can't do that because when habits become 
when things become habits, they're hard to break. Yeah. And many times only God can break those. So I think those things are important. Um, I'm going to give uh, just my final thought here because um, it's a little bit deeper. Uh, this is a little bit deeper of a passage, and it's I don't want to say I'm not taking it out of context by any means, but there's there's you know a little bit bigger of a context than what I'm using it here for. But the whole idea is that his kingdom is better than ours. There's nothing that you're going to be able to make here on earth that that it's not better than God's kingdom. Yeah. Um, and you know all the silver and gold that we could possibly use, our our senses, all those things. It's not better than God's kingdom. God's much much greater than this. So so I'm not going to really explain a whole lot, but I do encourage you to look deeper into this passage. Look deeper into this psalm. Um, just what's being being talked about here. Read uh, 114 and 116 because those add so much more to this passage as well. But I want to read just Psalms 115 here. And it says, Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, Where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. But their idols are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, noses but cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, feet but cannot walk, nor can they utter a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. And what I kind of want to say here with just that passage, I didn't finish it, but um, don't let a resolution be an idol. Mm. Don't let losing weight don't let quitting smoking don't let you know whatever the resolution is don't let reading your bible in a whole year become an idol don't let it be much much greater than god don't let it be much much greater than the kingdom because it's not god is in heaven and he does what pleases him because that's who he is he's our father um, and and we sh- we should be about the Father's business, just as as Christ was. Christ was about the Father's business. So I think that's important in our resolution: be about the Father's business. Yeah, and I would say for my final thoughts, I would just want to reemphasize that idea of slipping up doesn't mean failing. Everyone has a bad day. Everyone falls short. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Get back up on that horse and keep going. Along with that. I would bring in Colossians 3, 9 through 10, where it talks about, you know, putting off the old self with mm-hmm. his practices. And and once you've put on your new self, you are being renewed in knowledge according to the image of your creator. Just that idea that New Year's and New Year's re- resolutions, it's an opportunity to put on the new self and make sure that you, when you do that or if you do that, that you're doing it in the right way in knowledge according to the image of our creator. So, um, our weekly verse is Colossians 3.17. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> and it says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Okay, well, before we end this episode, we wanted to take an opportunity to talk about the, the parent organization to Kingdom Faith, mm-hmm. and that is, is New Life Ministries. And uh, towards the beginning of the podcast, way back when, mm-hmm. that was a long time yes. ago, <laughs> uh, New Life Ministries is the organization above Kingdom Faith. You know, we aren't our own, uh, which is fantastic because we have this cool studio 
in the church. We can see bats flying around outside. <laughs> Uh, and uh, New Life Ministries is in Huntington, Indiana. They they have a soup kitchen and a, a women's life house, which is a women's ministry. Uh, we wanted to give them a plug. If you want some more info about them, you can check them out at newlifeministries-indiana.com. All right, and that ends our, not our final episode of 2020, but our first episode of 2021. <laughs> That's going to get hard to get used to. Uh-huh. <laughs> the first three months is just going to be writing 2020 and crossing yep. it out. I'm going to dash right in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank you to listen, for listening to Kingdom Faith. You know, Check us out on Facebook. I think if you looked up Kingdom Faith on Facebook, you'd be able to find us pretty mm-hmm. easy. And we have the same logo on there that we do on our other locations so check us out on there give us a like give us a comment we would love to hear from you and as always thank you for listening to kingdom